Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome back to the Kevin Clifton Show, and welcome to part two of Strictly Speaking with Jeanette Manrara, with whoop, whoop. talking about her 2014 series with Mr. Jake Wood. So, right, we got up to week five. Yes. Normally I get up to week six on the first episode, but we probably just talked a lot. And <laughs> I, did, I did say to Kev, if I'm talking too much, just shut me up, because no, I, no, I can talk so for ages. All, all, all the info and everything that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. So when you get through week five, you're through to Halloween week. Halloween week, yes. It's really difficult, isn't it? Like, especially at this stage, just to come up with new ideas you know pictures because you know you go if someone's new to it they go right halloween week okay so what can i think of monster mash ghostbusters thriller you know then ones. vampires vampires <laughs> werewolves <laughs> yeah you know like whatever but strictly's been on tv 150 years now <laughs> <laughs> and done you know, Halloween week every time, and it, and there's however many couples in that Halloween week each time. Mm. So trying to come up with an an original idea for Halloween week is is a nightmare. A nightmare. Enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you did for Halloween week. You went with Paso. We went with Paso to Black Betty. Ah, oh, that was a hard one to get approved. So. Uh, as you know, the song is kind of the first thing, really. Yeah. Well, it depends, I guess. But mostly the song is like the first thing that needs to have the go-ahead. And uh, I have always loved that song. It's one of those like rock and roll songs that I listen to even like to pump myself up like before any, before workout and things like that. Oh. I love that song. Yeah. And um, I thought, I'm, I don't know if Strictly's going to go for this because it's so heavy rock and roll. Hmm. But I, I came up with this idea of the Headless Horseman because... Do you remember that old Disney cartoon? Really? I mean, this, I, I'm jumping off subject, but Disney had this really famous cartoon uh, with a frog and the headless horseman. It was like one of those Disney shorts. I can't remember the name of it now. This horseman. Not and a toad. No. Oh, it's going to kill me now. I'm going to find it later. And then I'll be like, that was the one. But anyways, I used to love it as a kid. And... um. And when I, and I remember when Halloween came around, it was always one of the cartoons that I was kind of like Hocus Pocus. I was always putting it on Who's during Halloween time. You're going to book me. Who was the main character in it? It's not one of the main Disney characters. It's a toad. It's like a little toad and a main guy that I don't even know his name. And if I, if, oh my God, it's going to kill me because I haven't seen it in years. I haven't seen it since I did the Jake Wood Paso, actually. It's going to, oh my God, wait, let me, let me, oh, I can't do it now because it'll take too much time. But anyways, it was this famous cartoon that Disney did and it was with a headless horseman. It was all Halloween-y vibes. And I thought that might be fun to do. And I thought if Disney did it, sure, it'll be okay yeah. <laughs> on Strictly. Because also it's tough for Strictly because some, some things can be almost too scary for a Halloween. You don't want to go too far. It still has to be, yeah, yeah, kid-friendly. Kid yeah. So I come to them with Black Betty, this heavy metal rock and roll song, and the Headless Horseman theme. <laughs> I was like, cheers, Jeanette. This is never going to get approved. <laughs> so um, I, I originally wanted him to have his head, which obviously Alex, you'll see why. But originally I had this idea of Jake with his head in the shape of a pumpkin that's lit on fire, like all animated. 
<laughs> to start with and then it explodes and then we see Jake's face because the headless horseman that was his thing his head was made off of a pumpkin and he would ride through the woods with this pumpkin head that was lit a fire hmm. and uh strictly said no we we can't put Jake with a with a fire scary lit pumpkin on his head so that <laughs> that that part of the mood board didn't go down so well <laughs> but they actually did like the song and they liked the idea of using animations for uh the opening of the, of the set and they said what what else can we do what else can we come up with and i then i thought well bats bats are fun mm -hmm. i said maybe we make them like cute animated bats so they're not like the scary ones you know they're like coronavirus bats <laughs> yeah well now we'll never be able to use bats again on the show now but back then it was still all right <laughs> and uh and they said okay that sounds good so then i you know paso you when there's a paso on the show it's nice when you get a male celeb especially to do all the cape work it just mm. looks awesome Hmm. Um, so I thought, yes, let's do cape work. And then in the beginning, we can use the cape work and there can be bats flying around and it could all be like really cool. And in my mood board and in my vision in my head, it was like Batopia, right? <laughs> Gazillions of bats flying out. And I remember came into the studio on that day and uh, it was like... <laughs> 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 Three little, little bats coming out. I was like... Oh, I hate to be the troublemaker, but is there any way we can get a little bit more action from the bats? Always <laughs> the funniest back. So it's just I really just think my number needs like they've got a million things to think about, and you're the pro going. We <laughs> need a few more bats if you can. <laughs> exactly, and Halloween week as well, which is like so many themes and props and hair and makeup. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did give me a little, a few more bats. So I think I got, instead of three, I got about four, but I got a few more in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but that week was tough because I, I love Paso. Um, it's one of my favorite Latin styles. I danced flamenco uh, growing up for many years. So I love all those like flamenco Spanish touches and things like that. And um, so doing flamenco and growing up like in a Spanish community with Cubans and Cuba, actually flamencos are very, 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 a popular dance form because okay. it obviously came from Spain and um, it was colonized by Spain, Cuba. So flamenco is a big style and ballet. That's like the two that you kind of see the most over there in terms of like proper dance training. There's salsa everywhere. Salsa. But, yeah. yeah. But uh, so I've, I've always loved Paso. So when we got Paso, um, I, it was my first Paso on Strictly as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was really excited for it uh, because, you know, I, like I said, it's one of my favorites. So I really wanted this song. I really wanted this kind of Headless Horseman, like bats animation thing. Mm. And uh, it all went through. And then that week, Jake got a really heavy, heavy script. Mm. And he just had very, very little time. And I came in as every week on the Monday and I said to him, right, so the story is it's the Headless Horseman. Um, but you're not going to be headless, <laughs> but that's going to be the vibe. <laughs> Don't worry. And he's like, what? He's like, that has a head. You're the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember he looked at me like, how am I going to do that? And I said, it's, you're still going to have your head on. But that's why he's got really dark eyes in his makeup because I wanted it to seem like, you know, almost ghost-like um, in its way. And they decided to make it, instead of a headless horseman, we went more for like the ghost horseman ghost vibes with it right. uh but i did want the fire and i didn't want the bats like that was always kind of something i saw in it and jake really liked 
that idea of like running through the woods in the night on the horse, like chasing after someone, like quite scary. Um, And uh, I don't know what I was. That was the one week that I thought, I don't know what I am. Like there's really nothing much going on there with Jeanette other than like two cones in my head. (laughs) I was was going to say, you've definitely got like a hairdo going on. (laughs) Yeah. So that was the one week that I just went, I don't know what I see myself in. I saw Jake very clearly, hmm. um, but I couldn't see myself. And But again, when I walked in, I thought maybe it'll come slowly. If Jake is so clear, maybe my character will develop once I start working with Jake a little bit more. But <clears throat> it never did because that week Jake got so busy. Right. Um, and he really struggled with the, the sense of the, 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 the banana shape of the Paso Doble. Um, and we'd come from using our toes so much, so all of a sudden everything is on a heel and go back to stomping, go back to that. Yeah. And he just didn't have the time that he normally, which was already not enough, that he normally had to kind of delve in. So this was one of those weeks that we had to rehearse about 10, 30, almost 11 o'clock one night after a very long day of filming, um, just like two hours. <clears throat> and um, and that, that, that week was tough for both of us. Yeah. And uh, he didn't, it didn't sit with him as quickly as some of the others have sat before as well. Mm. Um, so it wasn't probably one of our strongest routines. I think it was probably one of our weaker ones, which is strange because I always thought that Jake was going to smash the parcel. Like that was going to be... expected to be like right up his street, like... Yeah, yeah. Character and yeah. But I think with all the elements of, um, you know, the timing that he just didn't have, he didn't have any time. And then I was a little bit lost in, in the sense of, I didn't have a very clear vision story-wise because I went in with this headless horseman thing that obviously couldn't go through. Uh, but I, I got the song, so I love that the, I got the song. But the week itself was a bit funny for me choreographically and creatively because I didn't have time. I just didn't have the time to sit and elaborate with him on what that character could be a little bit more, what I could be a little bit more the way that I had all the other weeks. And I definitely felt it when we came to dance it on the Saturday night that we, I felt slightly underprepared compared to where we had been mm. the weeks before that. And he still delivered a great Paso. Yeah, he still yeah. really went for it. And the Cape work was great. Um, but I think if you look at it in comparison to the numbers that we had done other weeks, it wasn't weak, but it wasn't as, oomph as we had had the weeks before that. Mm. So I think this was, this is one of our, our lower lower points in the competition this week. Well, it got six, seven, eight, eight. So yeah. Still a couple Not of, bad. Still a good yeah, score. Good. Just, you know, compared to the few weeks before, it was like packed with eights and nines. Yeah. But do you know what, though? So I was, I was just, I've just been speaking to Kelly Bright about our 2015 series. Mm-hmm. And we did Paso on Halloween week as well. And um, the, the point came up, the point that she, she made was like, now that she's sort of, since she was on it, she like watches Strictly all the time. And, and you know, and mm. she feels like, like, almost like she can comment on how everyone's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of that. And she feels quite knowledgeable on the dances and stuff now. And she was saying, it almost feels a shame to her that our Paso fell on Halloween week. And we started talking about it. And we were saying, because we did Harry Potter. And, um, yes, I remember. That was a great one, actually. But I like yeah. that one. Well, we enjoyed it, but then we came to the conclusion when we were talking about it that, like, we loved 
the music. We loved the concept of Harry Potter and the costumes and the sort of um, wand shooting fireworks. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and we loved Paso itself. But the three things all coming together on Halloween week somehow didn't work as we'd hoped. <clears throat> and, we, and we were talking about that, like, I think because with Paso, it has such strong, like, imagery in, in everyone's minds. And, and, like, especially people that are sort of new to Borum and Latin, but they're, they're, they've got their knowledge from watching Strictly. You know, yeah. get their info from what they've seen before and from judges' comments. Like, there's such strong imagery of... Um, what the Paso is. Or Kate, flamenco, bullfight, um, grand yeah. music, um, you know, grand sort of Paso music, da-da-da-da-da, that... If it doesn't immediately fall into that sort of um, a bit like Argentine tango as well, like if it doesn't immediately fall into that zone in their head, like it's something a, a, a different take on it. I, like I yeah, like you can get away with sort of doing anything. Like if if you take a quick step, as long as it's got the sort of quick step figures in, you can take it in whatever direction you like. But then with a paso, it's like um, Kelly was saying, because it, it was such an abstract thing of doing Harry Potter, a rock song. <clears throat> you know, all sorts of fireworks yeah. and, and blah, 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 blah. Somehow it didn't sit, feel like she'd got to do a Paso. And I, w I wonder if like, cause I wonder if it's a similar sort of thing here because like the dancing's good and the concept is good. The costumes are good. Like there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it, but it didn't, it didn't. I wonder if the judges sit there and go, oh, well, it, it doesn't quite, it doesn't feel like enough of like a Paso to me because it's just so sort of alien because of the, Halloween concept. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm guessing. No, but you're. You. Yeah. I think you're. You and Kelly are onto something there because <clears throat> I feel like there is some numbers, like you said, Paso Doble is definitely one of them. Argentine tango, even Charleston, in a little bit of a way, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, because you want to see. You want to see the swivels and you want to see that happy. So if you. You would never see a Charleston that goes like totally in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think, I don't know, I think like, like you said, it was just something about it. I didn't know why, but it felt, it definitely felt for me and for Jake that it just didn't sit in that same cohesiveness and in that same way that it had sat the, sat the other weeks. And I think a lot of it also has to do with just time. He got really, really stuck for time, uh, which made him nervous. And, and then I didn't have enough time to also elaborate a little bit more on the characterization and what we were doing. I felt a little bit underwhelmed in, in the story of that Paso. Whereas every other week, the story for me was so clear and so obvious and so there. You knew exactly where we were, what we were doing, what the story was. And the Paso was the first time that like, the story is a bit, a bit lost, a bit vague. You don't really know what it is. So not not upset about how it came, not no, angry no. about it, but just probably not one of the top ones that we did in the whole series. Your whole catalog, yeah, yeah. But, but like looking at the dancing itself, like it's it doesn't do a bad job at all. No, no, that's what I mean. Strength about him, yeah. Well, he definitely like in characterization, he was there. Mm. I mean, his face like right at the beginning with the cape, like yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. And he, he did love the beginning and the cape work, and he liked the style of it, but. He just didn't have um, the confidence maybe that he had had all the other weeks mm. to deliver it probably the way that he would have had if he made a, maybe would have had a bit more time. Mm. Did yeah. you, when you have a week like that, like how are you feeling going towards um, 
you know, into the results show? Do you get mad nervous going into the results show? Or, or I, I get nervous every week, <laughs> even on the good ones. <laughs> I think that year especially, because it was the first time that I had experience just not being in the bottom, you know, <laughs> compared to the year before. So in my head, I'm a little bit of a, I don't know if it's a pessimistic or maybe I'm just preparing myself, but every week I'd go into the results show going, it's okay if we're in the bottom, it's okay. Like just convincing myself that if we're on the bottom, it's fine because we're going to just dance it again. And I, I kept preparing myself to be in it because I was so used to being in it. <laughs> and then with Jake, we, we were never in the bottom really, not until the day we got eliminated. But um, so every week I kind of thought, oh, maybe this is the week. Oh, maybe this might be the week. Like it's going to happen. That nagging little doubt, isn't there? Yeah, doubt in the back of your head. But mm. I think it's our jobs as pros, as I'm sure you, you do the same with your partners. Um, I try not to put that negativity in their heads, you know? Yeah. I just kind of take it on that result show to go, listen, whatever happens, happens. We gave it our best shot, you know? Mm. We enjoyed it. Whatever people are going to have in terms of whether they liked it or not, if they voted or not, doesn't matter. We just, we gave it our all. That's all that we can do. And the rest is out of our hands, really. Um, and also, that's not like, it doesn't necessarily affect the rest of the competition. Cause like, no, no, you're right, no. Aliash on his first year was in quite an early dance off, wasn't he? And then he yeah, he he was in two dance offs, I think, right. with Daisy. I mean, with um, Abby. Yeah, and still went yeah. through twin. And still went through twin. Ore, Ore, and your sister yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it's like an opportunity, isn't it? Like if if you're if you're in a dance off, it's like it's it's like you, know, you get a bit more TV time, and suddenly there's a sense of like. Now there's, there's focus on that couple. Like, oh, we don't want them to go. We've got to vote for them. <laughs> and they're, they're now fighting for their lives. And it's like, then it's like, okay, we've got a chance to have comeback week next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Kev, you don't know too much about that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can elaborate more on that if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> I always make jokes because myself, uh, you, Aliash, and myself, we all came in on the first year. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the trio, like, yes, come on. And uh, you two went on to go in the final. Aliash went on to win it. And I was in the bottom every single week. <laughs> Very different starts to the show, but yeah, nonetheless, great. <laughs> Uh, I, remember, I remember this. This is gonna sound really big time, but I, I remember like Jack laughing at me um, because it was a. It sounds like I was being really big time. I genuinely wasn't. I was like asking Jack, but like, so my first dance off came in in 2015 with Kelly in my third series. Third series. Yeah, week seven of my third <laughs> my third year, and um, and, and you eliminated me. That, that, that was my second dance-off, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> week seven was my first one, and then week 10 with, with you and Peter Andre. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was like my, was my first one, and I remember, like, sort of the, the light goes red, and then you go over to Tess and say, oh, you know, we, we're just good, whatever you say, we're just going to try our best and whatever. And, and I was thinking, you know, just, just take care of Kelly because she'll be nervous and just... Bless you know, her. Bless her heart. <laughs> but it's not, you know, that it doesn't feel, you know, she doesn't feel too down about it and we're just going to go out and do our thing. Everything will be all right. Um, and then, you know, obviously because it's pre-recorded, that results show, you, you sort of go off to the backstage while they're going to change around for the next bit to film the next bits. Um, I, I went to the back and, and I sort of stood there in the back and, and, and then Jack was just walking past and I went, 
Jack. And he went, yeah. And, and I was like, what, where do I go? What do I do? What happens? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, because you've never. Oh, Kev, because you've oh, never oh, been here. Yeah. And he was, he was <laughs> laughing at me, giving it like, oh, yeah, because you wouldn't know and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. Yeah. I'm asking, what, where, do I, where do we go? No, no I'm, I'm serious. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> He was like, you, Kev. Yeah, it is, you know, and I don't think people realize um, how tough being in a dance-off is for the celebs, you mm. know. Because mm. for us pros, you think, uh, at least myself, I, I don't think they ever are voting for me. I always assume mm. my celeb. I want my celeb to be loved. I want them to like him. And then I think we've got to go out there and smash it. We've got to go out there. And then all of a sudden, you're in the dance-off and then you feel like it's, this is all my fault. Like I didn't do something right. Yeah. I should have changed the routine. Yeah. I shouldn't have put them in that place. I shouldn't have. Oh, you start second guessing every step of that, that routine yeah. that you did. And, uh, and then for the celebs in the same way, it puts them a bit like, well, people don't like me. Cause obviously if they're not voting, it, it's really, really hard on them emotionally to be in that position. Mm. And, and poor Kelly to be the first one after after a two-year streak, she felt the pressure. But um, yeah, the dance-off is not fun. But luckily, luckily, even though that wasn't our best number, uh, Jake and I got through again <laughs> on another one. <laughs> yeah. To week seven. Now, <clears throat> week seven. Now, I'm mm. looking through to today. I was, I was going, you know, um, just typing into YouTube, Jake and Jeanette, week six. Jake and Jeanette, week seven. Rumba. Oh. What are you thinking? Because I don't, so, know, I don't know if you treat it differently, but my first, if I have any strategies on Strictly, my number one is avoid rumba at all costs. That is yeah. Strictly 101. Avoid, avoid, avoid. What happened there? Or do you, uh, do you love rumba? <laughs> I, I think I just got stuck. Uh, you know, it was one of those circumstances where they're like, listen, we've already got too many of these styles, too much of that style, too much of that. You know, it gets to a point in the competition where they have to kind of um, make sure that the jigsaw puzzle of the show itself yeah. works, that they don't have too many of anything. Yeah. And um, I was just so excited to get through to another week. Remember, for me, this is the farthest I've gone yet. Uh, you know, it's my second year, but like I said, the first year I only made it to week four, every single week in a dance-off. Here I am on week seven with Jake Wood, like mm. still coming, still, still standing as we did in our quick step, yeah. you know? Even after a week that wasn't one of our greatest, we're still there. And, uh, and I remember going to the team, okay, well, what, what can we do to bring us back? Like, what's a good comeback for us? And they were like, well, we're thinking Roomba for you. And I went, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and I, I remember going, okay, uh, well, what about, and I wanted to do something exciting again, something Ooh. uplifting, like a samba or something like to like get Fine. us going. And, and they go, well, you know, we've got too much samba. You've already done drive. You've already done the salsa. Cha-cha, we've got to another cha-cha already that's already been locked in and we can't do. And they're like, it, it's going to have to be Roomba. And I remember going, oh, God, here, what am I going to do? Like, it's, it's, it's just a tough one. Yeah. But then I remember Jake's hips. They're there. They mm. exist. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, okay, okay, so we've got hips. We can work with the hips. I can make it a little bit more um, about me, you know, the Roomba thing, making it a Latin number about girls again. 
but then me and Jake spoke about it. And, uh, you know, there's always this, this, always this conversation about the dumb, strictly curse and all these things coming up, you know. I'm in a happy relationship and, and he was happily married. But Roomba is, is, a, is easy waters to, like, create yeah. any kind of stir with that kind of stuff. And I remember Jake saying to me, he's very, very clear, um, said, you know, I really don't want to do one of those Roombas that are like, you know, all raunchy and sexy and all that. He's like, I really, I'm a happily married man. Like, you know, I've got kids and I just don't feel like that's where I want to go with it. And I just remember taking a huge deep breath going, thank God, because I did not want to do it either. (laughs) I was like, I just find them always a bit cringe when you do, unless you deliver like, a Roomba on that level. If you try and go on that really raunchy, sexy style, especially with somebody that's, I don't know, it just doesn't sit with me ever really good on the show. So I thought, okay, good. This is good. We're on the same page starting straight away from the beginning. And uh, it was the week before. It was like, I think Wednesday. I hadn't done my mood board yet. (laughs) And I'm going, we still don't know the song. Because, you know, as the weeks get later and later, everything gets like further and further down the week, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, you start getting the songs later. You start getting the styles later. <laughs> More stressful, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I remember it was Wednesday. We were rehe- we were um, rehearsing the Paso. He was in a mood because Paso was tough. And I said, okay, look, let's let's take, let's step away from Paso. Let's talk about let's talk about next week. Fingers crossed, we're in. I said, what is your favorite kind of like romance? style romance music what what do you listen to like who, who do you listen to whose voice makes you think of romance and love and like Alison I thought of Alison your wife you know mm. and he said well I'm always love Frank Sinatra mm. and I was like oh good one this is a good one you know he's got classic music everybody knows him there's got to be a song in there that we can like make recognizable into a Roomba so I started yeah. listening to loads of his songs and Strangers of the Night is a beautiful Roomba. Great song, yeah. It's a beautiful Roomba and I listened to it and I listened to it and, I, and then I don't know where this boat theme came from in my head, but I was listening to it and I had, you know, the love boat, the really old yeah, TV yeah. show and, <laughs> and I, it was kind of cheesy, but also still really romantic and in my head it sat really well with what, um, what Jake and I had been talking about. Yeah. So I just, you know, Googled Love Boat, started looking at photos of Love Boat, the TV show, and mm-hmm. everything that came up was so cheese. I was like, this is almost too cheese. It's never going to be taken seriously. <laughs> is too cheese. <laughs> I know, true. I know. But um, so I, I, again, I started looking through photos of just like Titanic and the whole love story of Titanic and mm-hmm. how that kind of came about and, and how I can use those references of that film in this strangers in the night love theme and uh, and then ultimately i came up with the with the concept of us being on dancing on on the deck of the boat mm. um two strangers in the night coming together we had a, this like titanic ending where he puts the coat over me on the edge of the boat you know and uh the story was really nice and really clear he actually really enjoyed dancing the roomba but uh this is a big secret that maybe you you might catch it if you watch it back I can't remember if it was forward or backwards, but the very first step that he took in the whole routine, yeah. he took it wrong. I think he was meant to go backwards and he uh, forwards and he went backwards or he stepped forward the wrong foot. I can't remember now, but yeah, the yeah, first yeah. step, 
The first step he took was completely wrong. He moved on to go into a normal sort of back basic. And he yes. still wanted him to check forward on his left foot. And so you've given each other, <laughs> he, he extends his hands. You put your hand in his and then to go into the normal start. Oh, like back beautiful. Basic. And you went <laughs> forward on his left into a check and he's gone back on his left. He went back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I can see it. I don't know if you catch it on camera. No, the camera's up, a little above. Okay. Yeah. He gives me these eyes like, OMG, save me. What am I going to do now? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was literally the first step we took in the chance. Totally wrong. Totally wrong. He said that as you're doing the swivels just after that. He turns you and then you're doing the swivels. I can see him. <laughs> and he's, he starts looking down in the swivels. He, he wouldn't normally do that. He, was, he would rehearse. like look me right in the eye. And in the swivel, he starts kind of looking down like, am I in the right place? Are we doing the right steps? And he just broke his <laughs> serious face for a second. I'm just watching. Yeah. Like, just like, you can see him smirk at you. He was kind of like, oh my God. And I remember the Roomba actually... He learns pretty well because he, he had the snake hips. He had really nice action. He had nice lines in the upper body. I made it very balletic in, in, in it. Um, free hip action. Like it's really. Yeah. He's, he got that figure eight, like really nice. Hukaracha was his favorite step. He's like, we could do this all day. He loved that one. <laughs> and uh, so he was really confident that he was going to you know, do well in terms of technique with this yeah. one. And he liked the story because it was more romantic and everything. Yeah. And then the first step on the night, <laughs> <laughs> it went wrong. And uh, that whole first little bit of the routine, you could see him slightly looking around the room. Am I in the right place? Like kind of looking to me for Jeanette, please guide me, please take me. Like, are we doing the right steps here? Are we going in the right <laughs> And uh, but he, he got he caught up and it was all fine in the end. But he did do a lot of heel leads. He didn't use his feet properly all the time. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you about this. So like because you wouldn't know watching the video, you wouldn't know because the floor is flooded in smoke. Now, mm -hmm. was that a decision? Because yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> yes, because there was no way I could get him to step to the front of his foot on his toes, or like to drag his feet a little bit more. He was just—it was just not happening. He had all the perfect body action, really nice movement at the top, really good storytelling, and then every time he took a step, there was that clunk of the <laughs> and I remember saying to Jason on the Friday I was like Jason yeah. we're gonna need lots like really <laughs> put it everywhere because there's no way and there was a lot of high shots as well if you notice like wide angle shots mm -hmm. from the top and then everything was shot midway up so there was very very little attention put on yeah. his footwork because <laughs> it was all just like clunk yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna focus on the hips we're going to focus on the story. It's going to be great. We're going to be beautiful wide shots of the boat and us dancing on the deck. That's what we want. That's what we want to do <laughs> with the dance. <laughs> but they still caught it. I think um, uh, some of them mentioned it anyways. Like he was doing quite a few heel leads oh, in really? his room. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and then have, but then having Jake dressed up as a sailor, that probably like... Oh, put with the hat on and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, it was. I, I we ended up really liking that one, and I I remember Alison, his wife, bless her. She 
Um, she was nervous because we had had a rough week before with the Paso. So she was nervous that we were going into the room by now. Yeah. And, uh, and she was waiting for us at the, in the green room when the show finishes. He's like, it was so beautiful. And he was like, I stepped. He couldn't tell enough people. I took the first step fully on <laughs> in the routine. Yeah. But that was a nice week. I, we enjoyed the room, but it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, really nice. But like, I, I, I would just always be worried on Rumba Week. Like, oh. it's, one of the, it's just one of them dancing. <laughs> People tend to slip into the dance-off on Rumba. Yeah. But again, I think it was just being ignorant. And, not ignorant, but naive. That's the right word. Naive. Because it was only my second year on the show. Yeah. I was just so excited, like I said, that I was getting through every week. Jake and I were getting along so well. We're just loving the ride. So I didn't want to... I didn't want to rock the boat, as you would say. So if they said it's going to have to be room, I was like, fine, I'll make it work. I'll make it happen. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, also you're thinking not, not just um, about what's on that week or whatever. You're also thinking if we do carry on in the competition, like yeah. I don't want rumba in like the quarterfinal or something like that. The yeah. I, and I just didn't know. Jake and I just didn't know where we sat. You never know where you sit in terms of voting. In, in the show. I genuinely didn't have a clue of, of, of... You never know. Yeah. So I thought, you know what, let's just go with it. Don't, don't ruffle any feathers. Just, just get the Roomba out of the way. At least it's out of the way. But it was risky to do it straight after a rough week with Paso. Yeah. <laughs> you did it in a very classy way. So it didn't yeah. that, like sort of awkward... Right. Yeah, my dress was very lyrical as well. I, I asked, yeah. I said to them that I wanted something that was soft and floaty, not like red and passionate, you know, like pretty soft colors and pastels or like, but it was purple, I think, and like a pink or something. Yeah, it was yeah. really just pretty. So I didn't want it to feel like anything else. Because <laughs> I remember, because I ended up having to do rumba, my first one on this series as well. Me and Frankie had to do it in the semi-final. Oh, I love that one though. Yeah, but I was like, this needs to look nothing like a rumba. <laughs> I don't want this to look anything like a rumba. It was but song. it was great. I remember. They loved it. The judges loved it. It, it was innovative. It went well, but I was like, let's do everything we can for this not to look like a rumba. <laughs> my our Roomba for me in my head was like it was a pas de deux, like a balletic pas de deux, mm. um with a couple of cucarachas and some basic Roomba timing <laughs> and in my head was what I did with the Roomba <laughs> <laughs> but again he's you know he's like we say he's got them free hips and he just yeah uh, yeah he, he and he liked it he enjoyed it and you weren't in the dance off <laughs> thank god thank god <laughs> three sevens Seven three sevens is still better than our, our uh, Paso. We got a six the week of Paso, so we we moved up again a little bit. It was a bit of a comeback in that way, hmm. but um, not the best comments, but good scores. So we were happy. Yeah, um, and then through to uh, week eight, where you've got American Smooth. Uh, well, and in that in in those days, it sounds like it's so long ago. I know. Blackpool was week eight. Now it's week nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In those days, it was week eight. Yes. So you were going into Blackpool with American Smooth to Felix. Great song. Great song. I loved it. Was it always your intention to do American Smooth at Blackpool or did it just fall that way? Yeah, 
that was a um i i asked them right from like week three or something like that i was like i really 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 i gave uh, after week one or two i think i remember exactly it was a while ago now but i it was right towards the beginning i kind of once i got a feel for what jake was like and what his strengths were you know what he struggled with a bit more i kind of gave them a plan of what what i would like to effectively do throughout the series. Hmm. Um, but that's why that week of Roomba, it was the it was the one that threw me off because I didn't want to do Roomba there. I didn't want to do Roomba. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it threw me off. But then I said, fine, if I do Roomba this week and we get through, can I please, please, please still keep American Smooth and Blackpool? Because I just feel like American Smooth and Blackpool is always really beautiful. You can do big, beautiful lifts. You can really use the floor and move around the room. Hmm. It's one of those dances that you, if you can have the space, use it um yeah and i i always wanted this song that was from day one i knew i wanted to do american smooth to this song okay so i thought if i could do that in blackpool i i will be a happy i was like fine i'll do rumba now just give me <laughs> give me american smooth and okay. feeling good in blackpool <laughs> yeah another great song i mean just i mean great song after great song um and of course in um in Blackpool, you get the extra dancers as well. Yeah, you, that was awesome. Yeah, you're excited about that. I love. I like. I like working with the extra dancers. I don't know if you, but I then for me then it really feels like I'm creating a scene of some sort. Yeah. You know, because like now it's on. Now we're storytelling just two individuals. Mm. Um, but when you get the extra dancers and you get that big amount of space, and also in Blackpool they go a little bit further in production with the numbers. Yeah. I, I like it because then you can really elaborate even more on the setting, the story, where we are, what's happening. And um, needless to say, feeling good. By the way, that wasn't easy to get approved. Oh, really? That song. Yeah. I remember they came back to me and uh, they said, mm, we're not so sure about feeling good. And I said, what? This is like, bomb, bomb. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It's a big, they thought it wasn't big enough for Blackpool. Um, and I said, guys, I promise you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I got it in the end. And, um, again, for this one, we had, it was a bit of a comeback because we had a rough week with Paso, not, not our best week <laughs> with our Roomba. So Jake had it in his head. We both had it in our head that we wanted to come back, uh, in Blackpool and just really, really like go for gold and deliver the best, best, best that we could. Uh, with, with whatever time we had available, obviously depending on his schedule. And, um, I had this, have you seen, you know, in singing in the rain, Sing the really singing in the rain, hmm. the really famous scene with the guys flipping the coin and the girl in the green dress. Yeah. 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 The when he dances with Sid Charisse. Yeah. I had that image so vividly in my head. I was like, those guys sitting at that table, flipping the coin she's coming around like it was that scene of singing in the rain done Jeanette style <laughs> and uh, he walks over he interrupts me and the boys the boys get up I kind of like stop one of the boys like no 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 let me handle this it was that whole I, I really wanted to recreate that feeling of that like oh, see, I'm looking at now with, with the leg up thing you mean that? yeah yeah uh, I know it was it was 100% like uh, taken from, from that scene and singing in the rain. And, um, and the two guys that we had, they were amazing. They were so into character and really, really good. And Jake, because I was very clear with what I wanted in the sense of like, this is the scene. 
where it's the scene of singing in the rain. You're walking into this like dangerous nightclub where you probably shouldn't be there, but you need to stand your ground around the people around you. But little do they know you're the man of the place really in the end. You get the girl in the end, you know? And he loved that because it kind of sat with his personality as well with Jake's like cool coming back like I'm, I'm, I'm the man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I was really, really proud of that one. And then we had this lift that we did uh, where the two boys carried me up in a split. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right towards the middle. Yeah. And I remember saying to Jake, okay, so in my head, I want them to carry me straight up. They're going to throw me and you're going to catch me. And Jake went, by myself. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yeah, if you can, it would be great. Because then if not, it kind of kills it a little bit. If we get some, you know, you're here to take me away for the night. Like, that's the story. I, I'm, I'm going to be your girl at the end of the night. And you're going to come for me and take me. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember the first time we tried it. Because obviously it's, it's my full body weight coming down from a, from a pressage style lift from the guys yeah. and when I landed I mean I'm not I'm not I'm tiny I'm not a heavy person but Jake was like whoa I landed so far down I actually hit my bum on the floor like my my tailbone on the floor the first time we tried it and Jake felt awful he's like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and I said no 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 it's it's fine we're gonna do it again and now the next time that we tried it he was better prepared for that, but it was my full body weight just landing on his two arms. Mm. So he had to really be careful because he could easily hurt his back or he could hurt any, you know, any of his arms or anything like that. And, um, and it, it, thank, thankfully it went really good. And there's another bit in the, that choreography I remember that he loved, which is when he fights off the two guys, he pushes the one guy and he pushes the other guy. And I remember when I was teaching him that he was just so like, yes, he felt like, a badass, you know, like getting the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting these guys away. But Foxtrot again, it was it's um the Foxtrot bit was hard for him, for, hard for us because mm. again it's ballroom, the height yeah. difference, it's slower. Um, but I think we managed, we did all right considering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you look, know, this you get to play a lot more anyway. Like, yeah. 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 I don't think there was much Foxtrot. In it, if I'm honest. And it's American smooth. You can do what you want. Yeah, but we, I, I really, really love that number. That's one of the ones that I look back with Jake, and it wasn't like the salsa that you know everybody talks about and gets hyped about. But mm. that American smooth was was probably my next favorite for sure that we did in the whole series. Yeah, I loved it. Um, do you get um? With the actual choreography like itself, we talked about like your process of of, yeah. of how we put it together and the mood boards and you know like all of that sort of like your vision for it and and, and all of that and how far in advance and and blah blah blah. Do you like choreographing? I think I'm more of a creative director. <laughs> I am a choreographer <laughs> because I always get so excited when I do my mood boards or yeah. when I watch it. I get more excited watching back what I've done and going, Oh, okay, I can fix that. This is going to be better. I can change that. He needs to come out from this bit because it's going to be better for this camera shot. But the actual choreographing, I find a little bit like, Oh, that's the bit I have to do. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm explaining it like correctly, but I, I like creating the story. I like creating the scene. I like, telling the story, but mm. coming up with the steps and then having these constrictions of 
If it's a foxtrot, you need to have a feather step. If it's a cha-cha, there should be a little bit of a New Yorker section. If it's a jive, you've got to have the flicks in there. That is the bit that I go, oh, okay, yeah, well, I have to put that in now, don't I? So yeah. I haven't done Whereas if I just had free range, it probably would never be <laughs> a foxtrot, you know? Yeah. Um, so the choreographing for me is always the part of the whole process where I go, it's a, the more laborsome bit where I'm like, okay, I, I kind of have to do, yeah. I have to do that part now. Yeah, it dry it drives me nuts. I hate. Yeah, it. I hate it. I hate that bit. Yeah, uh, yeah Sundays that, for me are like the ugh, like yeah. the hardest day of the week. And every single week, I, I used to tell myself, I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna get it done, and then the rest of the day is my own. <laughs> Never one. Never. It'd be three in the morning on Sunday. I'm still yeah. going. No, I don't like that bit. That's not gonna yeah. work. That doesn't say the right thing. That just that's not the right move for that part of the music. Yeah. Ali, I should be done. Going to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You're just exhausted. You're exhausted from the long Friday, the long Saturday, the adrenaline of the live shows. Like, mm. you know, you just, I feel like I got, when I accept it, I'm never going to get it done first thing in the morning. When I accepted that, my Sundays became a little bit easier to cope with. Because mm. the first few weeks, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm, if I would have just woken up and done it, as soon as I went, I'm not going to wake up. I'm just going to accept it. I'm going to lay in. I'm going to be the night owl, probably working right through two pro rehearsals yeah. on Monday. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just going to take it. That's it. But yeah. the choreographing, I mean, once I see the finished product, I'm really like not always 100% happy with it, but I go, okay, I, I see it. It works. Yeah. It works. But for me, the funner part is the, the picking the song, the setting the scene, like yeah. where are we, the story side of it. That's, that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. And so you've, you've done like that, you know what it's going to look like, costume, you've done your mood board, you're, all of that, like, you know, the song's in place, so you've got your, your edit of the music, you've told, yeah. you've told them, oh, can you just change that bit of the music, I want it to end like that, you know, whatever the, the stuff. Um, when you actually come to put the steps together, like what, what happens next? Do you, <laughs> how do you go about it? Like I to write things down. Some people like what to take me through. I, I don't write anything down. When I found out that like people write the steps or count the bars or do that, mm. I, it's on here. I know the story in my head so clearly mm. of what, what it is. I think maybe because I've done the mood board, it's very, I see it so clearly like, okay, this point of the routine, I'm going to do this, this point. And then I think, you know, I've got a bit of a recipe again. It's something for all the judges. There's going to be some moment if we can, where we do something side by side. Mm. I want an element of a trick or a lift or something that's not, uh, obviously we can't do lifts and let's say in like a box or you can't do a lift, but I always try to add a little oomph, a little, seasoning <laughs> of some kind of trick of some sort so that you that wow moment in the routine needs to happen so in my head I'm like okay well, this is where we start this is where we finish this is the part of the music where I don't know what I want to do yet but that's the bit that I'm gonna do something that's not you know a typical New Yorker step that's the that's the 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 bit that's slightly different from the rest of the routine this is the bit where we're gonna dance side by side um I, it, I see it broken up like that. And then I listen to the music over and over and over and over again. So I, I try and find little sounds, little bits. What is the lyric saying there? Is that going to, you know, try and find the ways to let the music tell me where to go? Because yeah. 
I can't be that person that writes down, okay, this is going to be the New Yorker section. We've got four bars there, four bars here, right? I can't write it down. And mm -hmm. Aliash hates it because <laughs> he works opposite. He hates listening to the music over and over again. Mm -hmm. And because we kind of, we do everything together. We choreograph our routines together. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be like, no, no, that, I don't like that step. That doesn't work. Let me listen to the music again. Oh, he just treated him like, <laughs> slap his thigh through his What? He goes, you know the music. I was like, no, but it's not that. I need to hear it one more time. <laughs> go back. And I hear it again. And I'm never happy the first time. It's just the music for me really guides, guides the, the dance. If the music is going pow, I'm going to do something big there. If the music is slowed down, I'm going to slow down there. If there's a big moment, we're going to charge forward side by side and just boom, that's it there. It's like telling a story. The music itself tells a story. You've just got to kind of go with it and tell the story with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do listen to it a lot and I never wrote anything down. I've started doing it more now mm. uh, because I think of, you know, going into now eight years on the show. Now I write things down more because I'm just running out of, options and, <laughs> and ideas <laughs> now what <laughs> yeah but that's one thing i won't miss is is, is sunday choreography day oh no i never i never enjoy those days but i think you know i've like i said i've accepted now i'm never gonna get it done in the morning so i enjoy my sunday mornings i have my coffee my breakfast my lay-in get my laundry done, sit down, watch a film, and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I think also funny, funny insight, I guess, on Ali Ash and I together. Ali Ash, like I said, he's very different from me. He doesn't listen to the song as much as I do. Hmm. And he doesn't second guess, but he definitely ch changes it a lot. Whereas I like to... I like to go top to bottom. I like to top to tail it. So I choreograph it from the beginning to the next bit, to the next bit, right. to the next bit, to the next bit. Yeah. Alias jumps backwards and forwards in yeah. the routine. Yeah. So he kind of like, when I'm going through mine and I'm going one bit at a time, he's going, oh, you got that bit. I'm like, yeah, but it's not right just yet. <laughs> so we definitely, like Sundays is quite an event in yeah. the household for us. Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but Blackpool was epic. We love. I mean, I I love Blackpool with Jake. And it feels like it's important to do well at Blackpool, right? Like you don't want you don't want Blackpool to be your mm, yeah. Right? Also, Blackpool is normally my birthday. It always it's oh, yeah, always yeah, my yeah. birthday in Blackpool. Yeah. So it's I'm excited. I want to go on Saturday after the show and celebrate my birthday in a great yeah. mood. You know, like, but it's the whole theme of it. Like we've all taken this big bus over there it's like a school trip with all your mates you want it to be awesome and amazing you don't want to end the trip with like <laughs> with a downer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um so you got four nines for this dance which was your best score yet so you actually got a higher score for this than the salsa i know <laughs> i was so excited i was so so happy that night we we were, we were really, 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 really pleased with the results and how it went out. Oh, and that, I, that's an inside thing as well. The guy, I think it's, what was his, Callum? I can't remember. Oh, Jeanette, yeah. I'm so bad with names. But one of the dancers mm, Callum, yeah. in rehearsals, we'd always tried for him to flip the coin and for him to catch it. Mm. And it just never happened. Ever, ever, ever. And uh, I said to him, listen, even if it doesn't happen, just fake it because the shot's going to be going away anyway. So we'll still see you kind of like 
look like you've grasped this coin that Jake has tossed over at you anyway. Mm. On the night, he caught it. Boom! Right in the air. And um, I remember him saying, Jeanette, when I caught it, we were like, yes, he <laughs> smashed it. Even the coin catch at the end, we got. <laughs> it was <laughs> <solid>. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. And it's the first time he was wearing, t- wearing a tail suit, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He hadn't worn one before because for the waltz, he didn't wear it. And then quick step, it was themed again. Like I said, tango, he wore like this cool thing. So we, we, were, um, we were excited to see him like all dressed up all nice in a tux. Yeah. yeah. So you've got through Blackpool. At this point, I'm guessing you're starting to feel quite good about things because like you say, you felt like, you felt like Paso wasn't uh, one of your best. And then you had Rumba, which is a tough week to get through. But then you've gone, I've got my highest score at Blackpool. That's what everyone wants. And then you were moving on to week nine, which was Samba. Boom. I was loving it. And, and but... Excited. Go on. But I also felt the pressure again. Yeah. All right. Jake has now done the sauce on week two that he smashed, delivered an amazing four nines in Blackpool. Now what? <laughs> yeah. And everyone would have been expecting like things because because of the salsa on week two, everyone yeah like oh they're doing samba samba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is a fun one because um. I think <laughs> our EP at the time, Louise Rainbow, the executive producer, uh, I, I, again, I was on a roll this year because like I said, it was my first real year, like getting shooting ideas at them. Yeah. Uh, I knew that Samba is one of the hardest, hardest styles you can teach a celeb technically. It's a really technically difficult dance to do. And although Jake had all the hips in the world, he still needed to have that straight leg in a promenade run, or he still needed to have the right bounce action. It, it, it was, it's a tough dance, technically. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought, we need to make this fun, fun, fun. It needs to feel like Mambo number five again. Like, we need to go back to that. And um, I, I suggested the Macarena, because I listened to it a couple of times, and I was like, this is, an, this is a samba. And, like, everybody knows the Macarena. Everybody yeah. in the world knows yeah. the Macarena. Um, so immediately I went in and I was like, guys, it has to be the Macarena. And I remember Lou Rainbow uh, replied and she goes, oh, we've trained our professionals well, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> it could not be more strictly. <laughs> it could not be more cheese. It could not be more. <laughs> she was very proud. Oh, we have trained our professionals well, haven't we? <laughs> <This is so laughs> um, and again, that one, that one was interesting because uh, the mood board for that one was just Brazil. It was just Brazil, lots of feathers, lots of bright colors. I gave them a few shots because I had this image of like the Aztec, uh, you know, the beginning of our samba. We have this like weird aztec bit yeah. that we did in the beginning. Yeah. So I sent them a, a silhouette of like an Aztec Indians doing all these weird hands and stuff. Okay. Um, Cause I knew that I wanted that kind of silhouette vibe to start and then boom, explosion into all these colors and like fun on the floor. But that, that mood board was just solely lots and lots of colors. I just wanted it to be like explosive and loud and fun. Yeah. And uh, this week choreographically for me was tough because the technique is hard, 
and Jake was not great at the technique. He was struggling with the bounce action and he kept arching his back, you know, and it was all a little bit like not quite there. And uh, it wasn't and it wasn't salsa, let's say. It wasn't what salsa was. And so it was like about mid midpoint in the week and I'm really struggling to find the essence of salsa in the samba. Mm. <clears throat> we thought we, there was one point as well that I thought maybe we could do a limbo, like a limbo moment, like put a limbo bar out right. and both of us limbo through it and come out. Um, and then it was literally, I think, actually farther along. I think it was Thursday. We actually had the limbo bar in and I was like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. It's not working. This is not it. It's not the salsa. It's not what it was. I was putting pressure on myself to deliver. Compa and um, Constantly comparing it to Mambo. No? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I knew the competition was great. I mean, you and Frankie were amazing. Like, it was a really good series that year. Everybody was awesome. Was a really tough series, yeah. Yeah, Mark and Karen were smashing it. Like, it was just uh, overall a really uh, good one. Simon Yeah, Webb. Simon Webb and Christina. It was yeah. a good year. So I thought, I can't now. Everyone's going to expect us to come back after Blackpool four nines another Latin dance, it has to be epic. So the pressure was on. And I, I, I wasn't in love with the limbo idea, which was originally my idea, mm. but it just, it wasn't right. Mm. So we're on Thursday. <laughs> we get to this limbo section of the routine. And I said, I'm tossing it. That's it. It's done. We're not going to do it. And Jake's like, it's Thursday. Like, tomorrow we're in studio. And I said, listen, it's not working. I know it's not working. You got to trust me with this. And he goes, okay. Yeah, I've trusted you all the way through. You've gone fine. Let's, what do you think we should do? And I said, how would you feel about twerking? <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, Jake's answer was, yeah, how high do you want me to lift my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> he just went, do you want me to, do you want me to, like, can I look over my shoulder? He went straight in, like, yeah, yeah, I can lift, I can lift my shirt and I can look over my shoulder. I can just like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I, if I didn't love you enough, I love you <laughs> now for jumping in. And then I said, you know what, that whole limbo section, you're just going to twerk and you're going to slide on your knees and that's it. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to go into the next section. <laughs> and the twerk is what saved us because really, if you look back at the technique of his samba, the technically, it wasn't very great. <laughs> It wasn't a great technical samba. And that's why I put him on his knees. That was, that was a, a choice because I knew that the samba wasn't technically strong. So I put him on his knees while I did those bachacadas going back. So I thought, I'm still doing samba. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hide you for a second. <laughs> I'm just going to do this. And then we did the really slow leg and then the drop and like, all that was limbo stuff as well. All that section was us doing stuff under right. the bar. And, and I was like, no, 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 no. We're gonna, I'm going to give him a leg because I've got a leg. So I'm going to give him a leg. We're going to give him your twerking. You're going to drop to your knees and I'm going to bachicada. This will be as little samba as possible, but still make it a samba. <laughs> but also samba's like, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm always talking about this, but it's not just about like, showing people some technique is it it's all nah. vibe and a feeling and, a, uh, and, yeah. and energy and yeah and you totally brought all of that I mean, oh he when he goes to his knees and goes when he shimmies on his knees and i'm going I, it was just like the whole thing was awesome i was really proud of that um, but, yeah. but but but, te but technically 
it wasn't strong. But because he created this, we, I guess we, we created this whole like party vibe with the twerking and dropping to the knees, doing all that. Like, I think that that's won over the judges or won over the audience and it, and it went down a treat. It went down really well. <laughs> no, no, I definitely got two tens. Two nines. And I two was shocked. Tens of the series. <laughs> yeah. I, I was shocked, Kev. To to say the least, I was like, "This is gonna be eight, maybe." You know, because we partied and we got there and we had fun with it. So when we got the tens, I said, "It's all down to the twerking." Because you turned around and twerked. Yeah. <laughs> get enough of, of Jake just moving his hips and moving his bum, could they? <laughs> And the Macarena, because because of rights, we couldn't we couldn't do the exact Macarena choreography. We weren't like allowed. Well, there's rights to the Macarena choreography. Yeah, we couldn't do that choreography, okay. so it's slightly different to what it to what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Jake's face. If you look at Jake's face when he's doing that bit, yeah, and also it's... face. <laughs> At the very end bit where you do the um, the bit where he runs into you and, and, and jumps onto you. So he jumps onto you and lands and you go backwards. Um, Jake's face at the end of the dance is hilarious. I've just paused it on that. Like, He's like... <laughs> so funny. Uh, but anyway, that was such a fun, fun dance. But it ended up being fun. But going into it, I did feel pressure. As a pro, you know, choreographing and teaching, I second guess so much that week. Uh, just because yeah. the further and further you get, the further, the f more and more pressure there is to make sure that you stay in, you stay in, and you yeah. stay in. It's yeah. not even that you want to be better than anyone; you just don't want to be the one that brings in the worst number yeah. on the week. Yeah, and you do start feeling that pressure. I always say, like, I always love the first half of Strictly more than the the second half. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially sort of post Blackpool, the pressure you start to feel the pressure of. Yeah. Once it, like the first thing is like get into Blackpool. Everyone just wants to get to Blackpool, and then Blackpool happens, and it's like yeah, and it feels like the final of Blackpool. And yeah. Then it finishes, and we have the party at Blackpool, and then we go back to London, and have to go straight back into the training studio. And it's like, <laughs> We're going back. To, we're going to be back to Elstree on Friday to start showing them another dance. Oh, yeah. And suddenly it's like everything has been about making it to Blackpool, and then it becomes once you passed Blackpool, it becomes well, could we make the final? You know, like how far past Blackpool are we going to go? Is the final within right. us? Right. Is is it there? <laughs> that brings a lot of pressure. Whereas in the you know the first sort of four or five weeks of yeah. Me, it's, it's like you're just sort of having fun and you're not yeah. too much but yeah but you you've gone past Blackpool and got two tens <laughs> I still can't believe that <laughs> I mean I said to Jake Jake we're gonna take it we will we'll take the tens <laughs> we were yeah. definitely shocked oh, you could definitely do that limbo idea though at some point I know I think maybe maybe we'll see what happens this year maybe I will bring it in at some point yeah. but I thought limbo is so fun or something yeah it's such a fun idea and I've always kind of wanted to do it since that with Jake um so we'll see <laughs> yeah I think you should now so in 2014 like now now we have um on week now so this was week 10 you're going into so normally we have Blackpool week nine, 
Mm. Then we have a week 10. Then the quarterfinal is musicals week. Now, yeah. but back then it was week eight was Blackpool. Then you have week nine. And then week 10 in 2014 was around the world week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the most bizarre concepts that we've probably done. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember looking at it and I was thinking, this could be amazing. Think of all like the sort of imagery from all over the world. Think oh. of, you know, countries that have really bold and strong imagery that we can, you know, I was thinking there's going to be oh. dragons and, you know, like all, all sorts going on. Um, you know, think of all the sort of Indian imagery someone can do, whatever. And, and, it, and, and it was like two of them were America. <laughs> out of like six couples or whatever six seven couples two of two of them were usa there was like turkey greece greece yeah and greece was you right <laughs> but we had we had been given argentine tango so you, and i was like yeah, oh this is gonna be beautiful we're in argentina right. we can go really really deep in with the concept and the flower in my hair and that been a more obvious concept yeah it's, it's yeah. around the world week and you're doing Argent argentine tango. tango yeah so jake and Jeanette are doing argentina right yep no <laughs> <laughs> i remember when no I, I was like what do you mean they're not doing argentina no uh -huh. they're doing no and i remember uh, when they pitched me the idea i was like absolutely not Absolutely not. Nope. So they pitched, nope. Um, they pitched this idea to me. Yeah. And, um, and I, I remember thinking, I don't like it. I think it's, I mean, I'm doing an Argentine tango. It's, yeah. it's in the name. Traditional Argentine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, anyhow, they suggested that it was too obvious to do an Argentine tango in Argentina. <laughs> And then they wanted to, yeah, that obviously <laughs> is what we like. <laughs> our comfort zone. But they, they felt it was too obvious that they wanted to be a little bit different and switch it up. So it was more interesting for the audience. And I thought, but guys, I'm, my, the name of the dance is Argentine tango, Argentinian tango. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but we've got this great idea. Okay. What is it? Zorba the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I said guys are you serious right now you just to just imagine it Jeanette and they they really really sold it to me and uh they thought because the song speeds up yeah. we can speed up with the footwork yeah we could start slow speed up the footwork and da 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 and then I I remember that was the one week that I was never a hundred percent on board but I'm a team player Hmm. everyone else in the team really loved the idea everyone else thought you know no one else in the in the series this that night was doing anything traditional like they weren't doing a pasadoba from spain hmm. or a brazil from uh, brazilian samba yeah. or a salsa from i don't know cuba you know yeah. they weren't no one was doing anything traditional hmm. so when they when they said that to me they were like trust us just go with it we're going to try and do something slightly different i went okay the whole week, I was like, I'm so gutted because Argentine tango is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite styles mm. of dance. Mm. And I couldn't wait to get my hands on it with Jake because I yeah. thought Jake was going to be brilliant. 
yeah. at it. So when we got Zorba the Greek, <laughs> you know, the, I asked, can we smash plates? Can, can we do that? I mean, that's, that's the thing. I feel like in my head, that's the ending of the dance, the plate smashing. And they said, okay, fine. I said, if I'm going to do Zorba the Greek, you've got to give me the plate smashing. Cause like, <laughs> work with me here. <laughs> Let's make it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they went, and then I said, um, can we not do uh, like really bright of a set? Because Santorini and Greece, I always think of Mamma Mia and it's like, it's so happy and white and bubbly. And I said, I don't, I don't want that vibe. I want it to feel a little bit more moody, like in Argentine tango. So the mood board was very hard for that one because mm. we kind of needed to have the elements of Greece, which is the blue and the white. Um, but I also didn't want it to be so bright that we lost the feeling of the Argentine tango. Mm. So the setting of this uh, Greek restaurant and uh, in the nighttime, I said, let's go more with navies and the lighting. Let's go with darker setting. I'll be in white so that at least there's a pop of white in there. Jake can wear the white shirt even. But I was like, let's, let's try and keep everything else as close to more of a navy blue tones as we can. So we still get a bit of the the Greek feeling. Mm. And uh, that week, Jake hurt his shoulder. I don't think anybody knows that. But he, we were trying one of the lifts. I can't remember which one it was now. And he actually pulled his shoulder. So there was a, almost, a, almost two days that he couldn't dance full out. Plus the EastEnders schedule on top of that. Um, and we had the extra dancers mm. that we shall get to in this story. In this story. Did you have an Argentine tango person coming? I did. I did. And that was also really hard because um, luckily, not luckily, but because Jake had a busy schedule, I choreographed everything with, with him on one of the hours or one of the days. Like I think it was the Monday or something like that, straight after pro rehearsals. Mm. Uh, Jake was filming anyway. So I took that time to sit down and choreograph everything with the choreographer. Um, and I liked it because it was kind of the first time I had done it. Because um, for Salsa, I had assistance with Richard Marcel, but I had such a clear picture of what I wanted yeah. um, that he kind of just came in just to give me a few pointers, but that was like in my head done. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I really was a blank canvas because I'm not really an expert at all on Argentine tango. Um, so I enjoyed working with the choreographer a lot. He was really great. And... And then Jake came in and uh, hurt his shoulder trying one of the lifts, and that was hard. Uh, and then the extra dancers came in, and I wanted this image of the dancers chasing us around the room, doing the, the crosses, the gaunchos that we do around. Mm -hmm. And in rehearsals, it always went well, and it was going great. And when we did the run on the Saturday, the dress run, I was actually all right. I was like, okay, yeah. maybe this is going to work. You know, I wasn't what I envisioned an Argentine tango to be, but I had a glimpse of like, okay, I think, I think this is going to happen. It's not going to be the highlight of the night, but I think it's going to happen. It's going to go well. <laughs> and then we get to the point where the dancers do this chase around thing on the floor with us yeah. and bless her soul. She ran, I think because they were turning as they were going around, she kind of lost her bearings a little bit in the room yeah. and she went straight into Jake. Right. And then that threw Jake off for the whole ending of, of the routine. And he kind of didn't go well the whole ending. And we had this line where we all danced across, you know, we linked arms and we ran forward together and we did a lot. And like, it was just not what it was in the dress run, in the dress run, it went so well and so good. I thought, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be all right. 
And then we had that um, unfortunate accident <laughs> with the, with the extra dancer. And Craig just went in on Jake on the night with his comments. Yeah, I remember and, being really harsh. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I and because again, it was only my second year. I was so just happy to be there, could, like being this far in the competition. I was slightly like I didn't want to, you know, ruffle anybody's feathers. But now, if that would have happened now, I would have raised my voice and be like, "No, I'm so sorry, but it wasn't actually Jake's fault." Yeah. Um, it, he was going right. We just had this thing with the dancers happen, but mm. I also really felt for her. her name is Natasha. Yeah. I really felt for her because, bless her, she didn't want to be the one that caused all this. There's, there's Natasha who used to be in Burn the Floor with us, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I also didn't want to throw her under the bus. I was caught in the, between a rock and a hard place massively. Yeah. Um, but it didn't go to plan <laughs> on the night. And uh, it was... moments where, you know, like when, when, when you're watching it and you see it happen, like if you see a lift go wrong or someone just forgets the routine and it's just like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I remember going smack into Jake. Yeah. <laughs> and it had gone so well in the dress run. Like I said, I, I kind of had this feeling of, oh, okay, no, this is going to be all right. We're, we're yeah. going to be all right. And then boom. On the night. You made it work. Like, God, if, if it was, no, I, I don't think I would have gone for it. I, I would have just said no, because I, I don't know if I'd have known what to do with it. Yeah. But again, you know, steer two, uh, I, I wanted to be a team player. Hmm. They, I, I fought it to as much as I possibly could, but then I didn't want to be that guy that was yeah. like, just no. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I said, fine, guys, I'll work with you. Let's, let's try and make it work. Hmm. And um, it, it kind of did and it kind of didn't. <laughs> it did. It's just like, it's unfortunate what happened at the end there. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I like him going, oppa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oppa! He loved that beginning. <laughs> So um, but yeah, you got three eights and a five from Craig. Thanks, Craig, for that. <laughs> like in week 10. Do you know what I mean? Oh, soul destroying. Week 10. <laughs> soul destroying. Yeah. I remember I was fuming. Jake was fuming. We were both like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and for something that wasn't really our fault, you know, that was the, that was the hardest part of accepting it. But you weren't in the dance-off. Happy days. So people were voting for you. Happy days. And like I say, sometimes if something happens, like, you know, like a collision with another dance-off. A collision. <laughs> makes, you know, a big point of it and gives you a five. It gives you that opportunity to have, like, comeback week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Suddenly you're in the spotlight, like, we have to have a great one. And you headed into the quarterfinal. With Charleston. Yes. And I think that's a great one. Could not have been more perfect, right? Perfect. Who doesn't love uh, Charleston? I love Charleston. I think oh, after I, Salsa, I, that's probably my I, next favorite. I, I wasn't into Charleston. But no, she wasn't. She, no. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. was into running, though. She's a great runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, she um, liked the waltz, but Charleston wasn't her thing. She but looked like, beautiful in the waltz. Mostly Charleston is... You know, you're like, yes, it's Charleston week. You're like, you're excited about it. Like, yeah. It almost feels like a, I don't know, it feels like a treat, doesn't it, when you're on Charleston? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, who came up with the concept for, it was like that, this circus theme. Was that yours? That was me. Yeah. 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 But I said to them that, um, that I wanted it to feel a bit more old school. So think like vintage circus vibes. Like I sent them a lot of images of, have you seen the film Water for Elephants? Yes. So I sent them lots of images of that because I wanted it to feel more of that era, not circusy. Can we get like an elephant? Or <laughs> <laughs> I did get an elephant with Ron. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I sent them images of that, and then they they said to me uh, that I if I wanted to fly because when I gave them the whole idea of the circus. Uh, for it because the song was that that it was like the classic classic yeah, yeah, yeah. Charleston song um, that they, they gave me the song okay uh, I, di I didn't really know what, what song I wanted to do so they gave me the song and then I said to him okay I'm liking the song but we are not going to be circus clowns like that's just not the way I see it happening yeah. so I gave them all these images of water for elephants because I love how that looked that yeah. very vintage old school uh, feeling of like yeah. the circus and um and i said and i want him to be like the ringmaster more than more than you know another clown with me i i, I think that's a better look for him yeah and he's got really nice strong arms jake you know we yeah. gotta show him off <laughs> yeah yeah and uh because we were so um deflated because of what happened with that uh Argentinian Greek tango <laughs> that we did. Uh, we both came in fighting for this week yeah. uh, massively. And, uh, and I knew that we were going to try. And he was going to put in every hour of every day that he could. Mind you, this is what week were. Are we week 11 or 12? This is week 11, yeah. Yeah. So that's when you start really starting to get exhausted, you know. And yeah. he's had the schedule of EastEnders and it's been tough. Um, but we both had this feeling of, yes, it's Charleston. This is a great track. We're going to be looking cool. The styling is exactly it. That's where it is. I'm going to fly down on this ring. Like everything felt perfect in that way. Like, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, and we just worked, I think, harder than we did any other week that mm -hmm. week because we wanted to come back. We wanted to make a comeback fighting. Yeah. Um, and we had this flip, that flip trick that I do with him right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, where I do like a backflip into a split. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, that was, that was hard because he obviously he'd never done it before. <laughs> but that's a really hard one to teach uh, someone that doesn't know what they're doing, kind of. Because if you go too far, a little bit like in salsa, I, I kind of just took the risk <laughs> that if you went too far, you could pop my, my shoulder out of place or I could, if you go too low, you could whack your head on the floor. Mm -hmm. But again, just the brilliance of Jake. Uh, I gave him very slow explanations of what he needed to do, how high to hold up the trick, where to place it, palms up, not faint, you know, all the little details of it. Mm. And bang, he's, Ali Ash can't do that trick. I've still not done that with Ali Ash. No way. Yeah. And Jake just, he was so good at picking up that information. He had laser beam focus. And, um, and I was just so happy that like, again, we had this opportunity to come back and like prove ourselves once again that we, we can do this. We can be in this competition and yeah, yeah, make yeah. it work. And, uh, and, and he was able to be silly again, you know? Yeah. He, he could showcase that he could pull funny faces and he yeah. could do all that. And because 
we weren't going to be dressed as clowns because that's not what I, I definitely didn't want that. Yeah. I said, we can, we can play with the clown element just through acting. And he's yeah. such an incredible actor. Yeah. He can channel all these fun, goofy faces. Like when we did the side by side, you know, like I, I felt like I didn't need to put him in clown makeup to show that side of yeah. him. Yeah, sure. and he wasn't keen on the clown makeup either. You know what Jake's like. He's like, I am not putting two red circles on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but we he pulled it off. That was another one that I really, 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 really loved. Um, that we did together. It was awesome on the night. He did so well. Yeah, was there? Um, because I haven't written it down. But was there um an a thon a dance a thon? There right. was, but I can't remember. Was there? What it, what it might have been. I don't, think, I don't think there was that year yet. I think that came in the year after when I danced with Peter Andre. Because it was the quick step-a-thon. That, yeah, that year was a quick step-a-thon. But, but the year before, there wasn't anything. So it wasn't our year with Jake. So there wasn't one? No, no. Or was it was it Waltzathon? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, maybe it was a Waltzathon. Waltzathon on one year. I've always been at the bottom of those thons. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my first year with uh, Susanna, it was like that's the um, they called it the the. Swing oh no! It's been from year one. You did the Jiveathon. Yeah, the sort of Swingathon, Jiveathon. Or or Lindy Hopathon or something like that. Lindy Hopathon was 2018. Ah, so you did the drive one with the Susanna. Yeah. Right, right. okay. Quick Stepathon was 2015. So and this must have been Waltzathon. Challenge, 2016. So this was Waltzathon. It must have been the Waltzathon, because Pasadoblathon I did with Susan Kalman <laughs> in 2017. I love saying that, Pasadoblathon. It's like a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, so it must have been Waltzathon. Waltzathon, but we were at the bottom. We got the... <laughs> <laughs> I think out of six couples, we were six. Because <laughs> that, well, again, ballroom and rise and fall, it was always really hard for Jake and I because of the heights. It was just really difficult to make it work. Um, but yeah, the Charleston, like, I think that might have been, oh no, we did it. That was the week after, the week after the Charleston. What? I think. What? The Walterthon. Was it? Oh, uh, yeah. I have no idea. I can't remember at all. Yeah, it was because uh, the next week we'll, we'll get into it. I won't go forward, but because of one of the dances we did, I was very happy that we had the waltzathon on that week. Right. But the Charleston, I was so proud of. I love that number. It was really fun. And I love the whole look, the way they did the whole set and my hair and makeup and costume and the way he looked right. as the ringmaster. It looked really cool. I was pleased with that one. It's sort of expensive. I like it when a number looks expensive. Yeah. And it looks classy. He did get excited. There's one bit I, you could see it. The only thing, the only thing that happened was when he went through my legs uh -huh. in that last little section. He got so excited because it had gone so well. And we worked so hard that week that he opened his arms too much and I lost grip of my foot. <laughs> so we did the whole lift without me kind of holding my foot. I was meant to be holding my foot all the way through. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it worked anyway. You can't really tell. But that was the only thing that kind of went on the night. But I like, the like I said, we were just so happy. I like the running on the balls, the projections. Yeah. Because uh, that was, that was um, I, had, I had this that image in my head and I just didn't know how to make it happen. And then I said to the team, I said, how can we make it so that we're on on these two rolling balls somehow? But obviously, we can't have rolling balls. But yeah. And then they said, we can actually 
project them. That's the, the magic of our team. You know, I gave them the thought and they said, actually, we can make it work. We can project it on the floor and you can be just like rolling on top of it. And then we also had the little tiny umbrella bits. Yeah. It, it was cool. It was a really fun one. Um, and you got two tens. Get in, Jakey. Two tens, two nines. Come, talk about comeback from a five from Craig. <laughs> so then we get into the semi-final. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I always think, like, around sort of Blackpool and beyond, I'm starting to look at, you know, the journey. If we are going to go all the way to the final, what two, because you have two dances in the semi, I've always got an eye on, like, what am I going to be left with? Yeah. There's two dances in the semi. And because you can't do like two Latins or two ballrooms, mm -hmm. you know, it has to be like a mixture of stuff. Um, you know, it's like, what am I going to leave? Matt? I've got to think slightly strategically, like, what am I going to be left with? And like, um, so I would imagine for you, so you ended up in, in semi-final doing cha-cha and Vini's waltz. Now, Vini's waltz, I would be really happy with because when you've got two dances to do, Vini's Waltz, there's not as many steps to put together yes. for, Caribbean for them to learn. So Vini's Waltz, I'd be really happy with. But you, you were saying for you, ballroom, you know, tough. you and Jake's thing as much. Um, you said he, he sort of struggled with the ballroom a bit. And I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but cha-cha-cha to me is the devil. Yeah. It's it. hard. It's hard, especially for... Um for Jake, because he's got, he was so excited to do another Latin. Mm. Um, but cha-cha, because of the straight knees and the timing and all that, and we can't really do lifts and tricks in it too much, obviously, because it's one of those five main ones. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was hard. And again, going back to just time, his East Ender schedule mm. was just mad. Uh, now we're going to two routines. And not only, which was crazy, because it wasn't not only just the two routines, but then we also had the Othon, the Waltz Othon. Right. Um, so the only saving grace that I found in that whole week was that one, because we had Viennese Waltz, we were working on our ballroom frame mm. and our hold, which was going to help us hopefully for the Waltz Othon. Yeah. But it was just basically three routines and EastEnders for Jake. <laughs> it, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask uh, in a very, in three and a half days, because that's really what they get. If you take into account, it takes two VTs yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, everything. Um, and so I think that week we just got to that point where it was just a matter of not enough hours in the day, exhaustion, two dances that number one with ballroom, Jake and I always found difficult because of our, our, our height issues anyway. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then Chasha, who you would think would be really fun and loud and bubbly, but because of all the leg action and straight knees and this and that, it was, it was hard for, for Jake. So that week was a nightmare for the two of us in the sense of rehearsing. Now I came up with Boogie Wonderland. Mm. I'm sorry, Boogie Shoes. Yeah. And, and I said to them, you know what, let's do it. Let's, let's take it back. Let's remind people who Jake is, where he's from. We're, we're close to the final. Jake Wood is Max Browning from EastEnders. Everybody loves the show, you know, reminding people of who he is and where he's from and the essence of Jake and Max, Max's character from the, the soap opera. Mm. And, um, and because he, he had this cool, he could do this cool vibe with his upper body, I thought if we go disco, I can make it work with him a little bit, you know? It won't be such a straightforward cha-cha if I kind of 
groove it in with this disco feeling a little bit more. Mm. And uh, so I gave them the mood board with the Queen Vic and the bar. And then I wanted the whole room to go from being kind of dark and gloomy to boom, big colors explosion. He puts on the boogie shoes. That's why the whole shoes light up and sparkle up. But it, it, Tasha's just tough. It's a tough dance. Yeah. And then when we got to the spins, because he, he did the potsters really good in rehearsals. But on the day, my shoes, I, I must have scraped them too much or put oil. I don't know. They actually were too sticky mm. onto the floor. So when he got to doing the potsters on the floor, he couldn't get me around solely because my feet were too sticky mm. onto the ground. Um, and so, yeah, it, there was just a couple of little things that went wrong in the cha-cha that, you know, didn't, didn't really hit a home run. Yeah, the potsters, yeah. There's you like, could see him. He fine, he get, and he does well. I mean, that's a really difficult step. That's yeah, but he, like, again, Jake, when it came to like any kind of tricks or anything that's really hard and complicated, for some reason, those are the bits that are always easy for him. But yeah. then whenever we were to do like a New Yorker or just like a time step, that he'd find hard. So it was like all the things that you think were easy for someone, yeah. he'd find hard. And then all the things that you thought were hard, he'd find easy. Mm -hmm. So he was a little bit like backwards in that way. So <laughs> when it came to the potsers, I never had a, a doubt in my mind that they were going to go fine. But on the night, my shoes got yeah. stuck tight on the floor and he just couldn't get it around well enough. And like, like now you're telling me that I, I can sort of see that it slows down slightly in the middle and then like... Yeah, and then, then you... Yeah. It back up but I wouldn't have known that, like, I wouldn't, like, yeah. I wouldn't have known that at all. Like, it just looks like you pulled off a pot stir, which I'm not even sure I can do, to be honest. <laughs> but it's difficult. Um, no, but, but it's still, it's, you know, he did, but for cha-cha, he did really... I know. A cha-cha's hard. It's a hard one. Mm. And um, and I and again, there's just time to time to teach it to him properly. Time to like make it work with him doing Eastenders was just crazy. Yeah. And then when the other dance was Viennese Waltz, and that was my song. I gave him that song as well. So you did this to when a man loves a woman. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's a chart. You got a six eight eight eight. Craig gave us that six, of course. Craig, yeah. Craig giving you a six in the semi-final. On the semi-final to a cha-cha. Come on, Craig. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Viennese Waltz, When a Man Loves a Woman. So you pitched that song. I pitched that song. And, um, and I said to them for that mood board that I just wanted it to have a very beautiful, because the last time that we did any kind of waltz, we did The Godfather. Yeah. So no one had seen him just being romantic and beautiful again and embracing. And, you know, yeah. ha we didn't have that side of him so much throughout the series. Yeah. And it was such a Yeah. And it was such a good contrast to Boogie Shoes. Uh, I thought that would go in our favor as well. It would just be totally yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so I again, the song was great. I love the whole look of it with the pastels and the satins and the fabrics and just really beautiful. Him in a really nice tail suit. Um, and the choreography was just quite endearing. I wanted it to feel soft and romantic. Mm. I, in my head, I thought every woman out there that's a fan of Jake Wood should want to be me. Yeah. <laughs> he, like have that embracing feeling of, of the whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, and he actually, he did a really great job with the mm. Viennese Waltz. Yeah, uh, he struggled a little bit with the smoothness of it. We still had lots of ups and downs in it, but because there's not a lot of footwork, 
like you said, there's not many steps to do in the Viennese waltz. And mm -hmm. I, could, I opened it out a little bit. I I'm, didn't stick too much to stay and hold too long. I opened it out a little bit more. Um, he, he delivered a really, really good Viennese waltz. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was pleased with how it went on the night. And actually, as it happens, you got... So for the cha-cha, 6888. For this one, you got 7888. Yes, by one. One more point for the... For the Viennese waltz. I know. I was, me and Jake were like really, really shocked that it ended up being that way because we assumed from before even going into the night that the stronger number for us would be Cha-Cha just because of his hips and the energy and the vibe and everything. But it goes to show you, you never know. Because <laughs> yeah. um, So you ended up in the dance-off. Yeah. The semi-final. But didn't you choose Cha-Cha to do in the dance-off? Yes. And that was because... Awesome. Because... We just felt that the nerves of being in a dance-off to get to the final were so high. The nerves of like getting through to that next, to that next point of the competition, that final point of the competition. Jake always felt much more comfortable in the Latin numbers. It was more him. He, he did a good job with the Viennese waltz, but he wasn't, it wasn't him. He didn't feel comfortable in it. Right. And he felt like, if I'm going to fight for a spot in the final, I want to fight with the dance that I feel like I can power and push through with and give it, give it a go. Right. Um, and it was risky for us to do that. But again, you just, I didn't know if the Viennese what's going so well was a one-off. Yeah. You know, I didn't know if, if that was going to happen again because it did go so well in the night. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, that was going to be what was going to happen when we were at God when we got the nerves and the adrenaline of fighting to get into the dance-off. Whereas with Cha-Cha, it felt a little bit more like him. He felt like he could go for it a little bit more. Whatever notes, the comments, uh, the judges did give him, he could kind of take on board and push forward. The potsters were... The whole Cha-Cha in the dance-off was actually much better mm. than it was on the, on the main show. Mm. Uh, so we both felt like the Cha-Cha was the way to go if it came to just fighting the, because of the fighting element to yeah. get there mm. uh, but it was the wrong it was the wrong choice I mean you never know really because we were up against Karen and uh, Mark and they did a really beautiful contemporary emotional Roomba which I... no one in the world would assume mm. it would be but it, it just it was really beautiful didn't they choose their lower scored dance as well yeah they both chose yeah. to do their lower scored dance out of the two for the dance yeah which yeah unprecedented <laughs> but if i th if you think about it in the way that i saw it is we only we only had a lower score by one point mm. so in my head is if we could fix whatever it was that jason that jason sorry that craig uh didn't yeah fancy if we could this fix that improve it this would have been the one to win in that to get to win that spot into the final right. whereas because the, the massive the difference between the two score wise wasn't that big it was just that one point you know Whereas you, you thought that Viennese Waltz like, was, had probably gone as good as it can go. Yeah. That's how you could maybe find another gear or something. Yeah. Also, also which beknownst to uh, us, we didn't know. I assumed, because uh, Mark was so good in ballroom, mm. the whole competition. Mark was just great. And, and all the ballroom numbers. He was kind of more of a ballroom, Mark Wright, you know, more of a ballroom boy. So I, I think Jake and I both just assumed 
because he was always better in ballroom and they had slammed their Roomba on the live show. So remember, they didn't really like the Roomba. They, they, they went in on them. Mark was crying, yes. of course. <laughs> so I just assumed, as Jake, we both just assumed, well, they're going to go for ballroom. Yeah. So if they're going to go for ballroom, we've got no chance because their ballroom is going to be stronger than ours. Right. Okay. So we went with Chacha. That was the other reason to go with, with Chacha. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, we were like shocked when we saw that they also picked Roomba. <laughs> so yeah. We like, yeah. It was such a strange final. I mean, a semi-final dance-off because it was, both of us went different, I guess, to what people would have expected. Yeah. Did it come down to like two judges each or something? No, it came down to, yeah, to Len having to choose who got into the final. Head judge making the decision. Never what you want to happen to yeah. get into a final. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, and the, so then how, you know, what, what was the overriding feel At that moment, I mean, you must have been disappointed in that moment, I assume, but like, yeah, I'm sure you it, must have been proud of like how the whole season had gone. Well, I just, it, I think... How did, how did you take it? You know, what was the general vibe? <laughs> Fuming. <laughs> no, and I, I miss this positivity. You know, I always try and find the light at the end of the tunnel of any bad situation. And um, I think because we had never been in a dance off at all, uh, the whole series, that was the first dance off that we were in. Mm. Um, you know, I, I was just kind of like riding the wave week in and week out. I kept assuming, oh, this is going to be the week when the dance off. Because like I said, that year, everyone was just so, so good. And I feel like Jake was one of the few um, that like no one saw coming a little bit. Nobody saw from week one that Jake was, yeah. was going to be there. The salsa was amazing. Um, but, you know, he really had to fight his way through. We had downs, we had ups. We, it was quite a roller coaster of a journey mm. for us throughout the competition. So to just just miss on the final was was really really gutting for us because we were so so close. But in hindsight, I was just so happy that we got that far because I never would have expected to be in the semifinal with Jake. You know, never danced before in his life was a really shy guy, kind of kept himself cool, reserved, had an intense, intense schedule with uh, his EastEnders. We weren't really properly matched with height, so all the ballroom was always really, really tough for mm. us. So when you put all those kind of things into perspective, to get to the semifinal was still epic. It was still awesome that we, that we got where we did. Yeah. But yeah, we were absolutely gutted to just just miss out on that final. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then it's that like that weird thing of coming back for the final. And, oh, you know. And back then, back then, the rehearsals for all the eliminated couples. Mm. Back then, now we've got a day or two. Now, if you get eliminated in the semifinal. Mm. You've got a day or two to like compose yourself. Okay, didn't happen. Mm. Gather your your you know gather your breath a little bit and be like, okay, let's. I got this. We'll. Mm. I'm gonna see all my mates from the rest of the series. It's gonna be amazing. We're all gonna come together again yeah. and do this beautiful number. And uh, but that year, <laughs> we were eliminated. And literally the next morning, nine a.m., yeah. we were in. Rehearsal. <laughs> Doing rehearsals call 9am <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Jake and I walked in and we were like two Eeyores from Winnie the Pooh just like 
Hey guys, here we are with everybody else in the, in the elim eliminated couples. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, how many how many series have we done now of, of Strictly? Like, seven. Uh, seven. We've done seven. I mean, like, altogether, how many series of Strictly have there been? Oh, uh, I think sixteen now, isn't it? Sixteen. Something like that. Seventeen. Yeah. Something like yeah, like like a lot of, a lot of been a lot of strictlies and a lot yeah. of couples like obviously you know fourteen or fifteen each series or or whatever, and and each year there's you know either three or four in the, in in the final so there's like loads of people have, have made yeah. results or you know done well or whatever but I but I think overall you want to always look back at, at strictly and go at some point, like, I did a worldie of a dance. Like, one of them <laughs> that's going to be talked about forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The list, you know, when, when Len or Craig bring out another DVD of <laughs> favourites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's well, so many now, but another one will come shortly. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> when you're looking back, you want to be on that list and you want to be remembered and, and talked about for having done something special. And I think... You and Jake were a really special partnership, and I think that salsa in particular, like, will always go down as like, can you remember the night when Jake and yeah, <laughs> that was kind of the saving grace as well. You know, the the they call it the strictly cabinet of memories or something, the strictly cabinet of memories or memorable routines, and um, and I think for both of us what gave us that kind of like, but you know what? We'll always have that salsa. <laughs> like, exactly. That's ours for the taking. And, um, and yeah, it was, I think to this day, probably my favorite series I've done uh, uh, so far for many, many reasons, not just because of, I, it's the farthest I've gone yeah. but in the competition, but um, I think just being, being around Jake and his work ethic and how cool he was, and uh, my, my creativity, which I was just blowing ideas at the team and my mood boards and everything was getting accepted. They were just saying yes to all of it. And um, I just, I loved everything about that, that whole journey with Jake it was just awesome. And then the icing on the cake, we were able to have, you know, cherish that salsa for forever now, for, for years to come. Uh, so I, I never look back at that year and think, God, it, I didn't get into the final. I always look back at that year and go, yeah, we did that salsa. Yeah. <laughs> and week two. And On two. Minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, he was, he's an amazing guy. But I think what, what I loved, like I said, the most about it is that whole creative process. The coming up every week with those routines, coming up with the songs, doing the mood boards. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't throw ideas out fast enough. I just, I had so much in my brain because it was kind of my first time really having a chance to do that with someone that could deliver it as well. Yeah, yeah. So it was awesome for, for me as a creative that year was really awesome. Mm. Yeah. It was awesome watching you. And uh, uh, Kev, and you still got there though. You were there in that final. <laughs> <laughs> You and Bridge. <laughs> guys the hell out of that rumba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a, what a, that year, honestly, was an epic year, though. Like we said, like Simon, Frankie, Mark, uh, Jake, Alison Hammond even with Ali Ash was... Pixie. Yeah, Pixie, Caroline, the winner. It was just such a amazing year. That year was 
really, really, really a good group of celebs, yeah. for sure. You couldn't, you couldn't drop the ball on any week because it was like someone out of these sort of six or seven yeah. was going to Was going to deliver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't see it that year. You couldn't see it at the beginning. You know how some of you kind of get an inkling the first few weeks. Yeah. That was one of those years that you're like, oof, this is, this is going to be a good one. You just didn't, you couldn't call it. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Pixie Lot's going out in the quarterfinal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. That was crazy. But um, yeah, definitely Jake Wood, memorable, memorable year for me for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, that was awesome. It was so cool to go down memory lane. I love that. For a good few hours over two podcasts. Oh, gosh. Sorry, everybody. No, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I love it. And we're both passionate about it, aren't yeah. we? We both love going deep in. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm really enjoying doing it. Because, like, obviously, like, like I mean, now, now I've, I've sort of left Strictly, but this is like getting to go back and, and, and talk with people about their process and then w what was going through their head and why they did that routine and yeah. all this. But also it's, it's given me a chance to like, just sit back and watch Strictly Dances on YouTube, which is quite <laughs> yeah. fun. Like, nice. But when you're in it, you'd never normally sort of take the time to do it because you're just concerned with your own stuff, you know, just get on with doing that. But like yeah. sitting down and watching the dances through and like, oh yeah, I remember that. And I remember when that happened. Like, it's really nice. It's, not, it's a nice nostalgia to go back and reminisce. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Well, thanks for having me, Kev. I loved it. Thank you. I really loved it. And um, good luck. I'm going to miss you this year. Yeah, well, I'm going to enjoy watching it. I'm just going to sit. I'm gonna, now that you're not in and we're not competing, I'm going to be like, Kev, I'm going to send you every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I need the guru's guide on how to make this final. <laughs> Avoid the rumba. Um, avoid the rumba, Jeanette. That's a secret. And well, for me, it was avoid cash out if you can, but that's difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll miss you so much, Kev, for sure. I'll miss all you guys, but I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, enjoy your cup of tea every Saturday night. I, I know you'll be sat down there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. Thanks, Kev. Bye bye. See ya. <laughs>